0: this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hey, you are so welcome to the Binge Eating Dietitian Podcast. My name is Joe. I'm a registered dietitian, and you gotcha, I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Hope you're having a good day so far. Thanks for joining me today you know what? Let's just jump straight into it. So my awareness has been drawn to this problem this week. It's been drawn to it through working with you in my one-to-one sessions, working with you in my group self-paced program, and through having conversations with you in email and on Instagram, which is the main social media that I use. The problem I'm going to be talking about today is something that I am also currently dealing with, coping with. I'm struggling to find the right word here. It's a problem that is affecting me too. And I don't mean that to say it's something I've dealt with in the past. It's something that affected me in a previous life and I've overcome it and I'm here to share all my words of wisdom with you today. No, I don't mean that at all. It's something, and I feel vulnerable saying this, it's something that I am struggling with right now. It's something that is affecting me right now what am I talking about? I know you just want to get straight to it. I am talking about putting feeding myself at the very bottom of my priority list. I don't prioritize feeding myself anymore. I put everything else before it and I'm talking. So that means putting work before feeding myself. That means putting feeding my little one before feeding myself, which okay, is probably appropriate but you know what I mean I'm putting anything else any other little chores that I have to do if I have to nip to the bank I'll put that before feeding myself if I have to go and grab a few groceries from Whole Foods I'll put that before feeding myself I'll put even cleaning the house or tidying up before feeding myself and I think you know what I'm talking about here you put everything else before feeding yourself. Why do we do it? And I don't have very definitive answers right now, but I'm going to share with you what I am going to be doing, my steps I'm going to be taking to help me to overcome this problem. And I hope that will help you too. And you might be wondering, yeah, but Joe, why is that a problem? Why does this need to be addressed? Can't you just continue living like that? Why is this an issue? And the thing is, you know it's an issue, and I do too. You know that it is not the best way for you to be living right now, to be putting everything else before feeding yourself, before honoring one of your most basic human needs, to be putting that at the bottom of your priority list. What message is that sending to yourself? What message is that sending to your family, that everything else comes before giving yourself the nourishment, the the nutrition, the fuel that you need to do all the things in your life that you need to do. And to add to that, you might be noticing that, yes, you do put feeding yourself to the bottom of your priority list, but only until your extreme, primitive, insanely strong hunger hits in. And then you have to drop everything and you need to go and eat a lot of food to bring yourself up to a point of fullness or satisfaction or satiety. Sometimes I get new clients who come to me and say, Joe, I am fine. I can go about my day. I can just do my work. I can look after my family. I can do all the things I need to do. Until this hunger hits me out of the blue and I am absolutely overcome with the urge to eat and that's when my binges happen. And when we work together we take a step back and we realize hey hang on when did you feed yourself earlier that day? Did you feed yourself at all? Did you stop for any meals? Did you have any snacks? No no I'm not talking about your family I'm talking about you. What did you eat today? And very often it will come out that you haven't taken the time to feed yourself at all. So yes To answer your question, this is a problem, this does need to be addressed and certainly speaking for myself it's something that I don't want to live with for very much longer because I don't want to send that message to the people in my life that it's okay for us to put giving ourselves food as a less important thing than going to the shop or going to the bank Look at other relationships in your life. Look at the relationship you have with your partner, with your friends, with your parents, with any relationships that we have in life. You need to take care of those relationships. You need to check in with these people. You need to make sure their needs are met. When I think about your relationship with food, I come at it from a very same approach, a very same attitude. How can you have a healthy, a good, a uh, dynamic relationship with food if you don't take any time to nurture it, if you don't take any time to check in with it, if you don't take any time to check in with yourself and to ask yourself, do I need to eat right now? I want you to take a step back here and acknowledge that if you are putting prioritizing feeding yourself at the bottom of the list, at the bottom of the chain, that is not sending a good message to yourself, it's not sending a good message to the people around you, and it's the first step that I want you to overcome in healing your relationship with food. And before I get into it, I want to highlight that you might be saying right now, Joe, you have this so wrong. I am not dealing with this problem right now. I don't have the problem of putting feeding myself at the bottom of my priority list because I am fixated on feeding myself. I cannot stop thinking about what I'm going to choose next, about the foods I've already eaten, about what I'm going to prepare for dinner next weekend, what I'm going to order from that restaurant, that brunch restaurant when I go in a month's time. I am thinking too much about it. I'm making it too much of a priority. I'm making feeding myself and food and thinking about food. It takes up too much of my time right now. You might be screaming at me right now, Joe. I cannot stop thinking about food. I need to think about food less. I'm not exaggerating when I say that it is taking up my whole headspace. And if that is you right now, I want to say that I see you, I validate you, I know that you are out there too. If I'm speaking to you right now and you're like, no, Joe, I do not put feeding myself at the bottom of my priority list. Actually, it is way up there at the top. I wish I could move away from it. I wish I could bring other things into my life so I wouldn't always be thinking about food. If that is you right now, can you please let me know? Drop me an email, joe at antidietanswers.com or send me a message on Instagram if you use that at binge.eating.dietitian. Because if it is, I would like to do a whole separate dedicated episode to that problem. So right now I am going to get into the strategies that I am going to try and employ in my own life to overcome this issue and if you would like me to address the other side of the coin where you are too fixated on food, it is too much of a priority, you please let me know and I'll cover that in another episode. Okay, here we go. This is what I am going to try and do in my life. In real time, I'm recording this on the 3rd of July, it is Sunday, it's uh, the 4th of July Eve and starting tomorrow, this is what I'm going to try and do to to stop thinking it's okay to not prioritize myself, not prioritize feeding myself over everything else. The first thing that I'm going to do, and it's actually, I have to admit, it's something I'm going to continue doing because even though I've just recognized this to be an issue and I've just recognized that this is an area of my life that I want to improve upon, my husband, my dear husband, has recognized that this is an issue long ago. About this time last year, I was working really hard. I was showing up and serving you with podcast episodes. I used to do them twice a week back then. I've had to drop to once a week. But back then, I used to be at my desk for long hours every single day. And this problem started back then. And he recognized that and realized that he can help. And this is something I'd like you to think about doing in your life too. He recognized he could help by preparing some food for me to just have ready to go, ready to eat, no preparation necessary on my part. And he could help me out with that by doing some very basic prep. I'm talking things like chopping apples, chopping up slices of cheese. I'm arranging them on a plate so that I had some go-to snacks ready there for me, on a plate. So it took all the brain work out of it for me. He'd even go as far as to put a pot of yogurt on the plate and rip open the the top. Because as you know, when you are struggling to prioritize feeding yourself, any preparation, even putting something in the microwave or ripping the top off a yogurt or taking the cardboard film off of a ready meal, even that can feel like too much prep. So the first thing I'm going to continue doing is, well, firstly, I'm going to go and have a chat with him now and thank him for taking care of me in this way when I couldn't take care of myself or when I'm not prioritizing taking care of myself in this way. I'm going to go and have a chat with him to thank him for that. And I'm encouraging you, if you can, and if you've identified that this is a problem that you're having, could you have a discussion with whoever you live with? If it is your parents or a roommate or a spouse, could you have a chat with them and And see if they may be open to helping you overcome this problem too. If that means preparing a very simple snack plate to have ready in the fridge for you or to help you think about ideas for dinners, ideas for meals for your family if you have children, so it's not all down to you. Feeding yourself is effort and when you are say based at home, like working from home or not in the office all of the time, it does take that extra step to remind you that you need to eat. And even though we're adults and this should be easy, let's call a spade a spade here. It is not easy. And let's not go down the rabbit hole of, oh, I should be able to do this. I should be able to make a lunch for myself. I'm at home. I have all the ingredients in the fridge. I should be able to whip up something really easy. Let's not go down that road. Let's do something radical, radical, and ask for some help. Whatever your loved one, whoever, who, whoever you're living with, if they can help you out just a little bit, please do get them on board. The second thing that I'm going to start doing, and this is something I'm not doing currently, and I've never done it before, and I'm cringing right now because it's something I've, I recommend to my clients very frequently, and I feel so vulnerable now sharing it with you. But when my clients are struggling to make time in the day to eat, I will speak about perhaps setting some alarms in the day. So taking out your phone and setting an alarm for tea break, for lunch, although on reflection now, I never miss coffee break. I never, ever miss my daily coffee, but um, I I digress. Lunch is a big problem for me. When I'm working with clients, I ask them to do this exact thing. Take out your phone, set an alarm, whatever, whatever mealtime is problematic for you. For me, it's definitely lunch. Lunch is one that I tend to just power through, push through, don't stop and take a break. So I will be setting an alarm for lunchtime for myself. I will be setting an alarm to make sure that I stop and eat lunch, stop what I'm doing and take 20 minutes to eat my lunch. The third strategy, the third new thing I'm going to try to help me to overcome this problem to start prioritise feeding myself is I am going to pair taking time in the day to eat and in my situation is going to be eating lunch. I'm going to put it with also doing something else. I'm going to make eating lunch a priority for me by also making it a time when I'm going to do something else and I'm not talking about multitasking I'm certainly not talking about continuing to work but to pair it with something else enjoyable something else that gives you a break in the day something else that gives you something to look forward to when I look back at when I used to work as a clinical dietitian so I had a very nine-to-five job I would go to the hospital, I would work in the morning, then we would always stop for tea break and lunch. And I think you understand what I mean here when I say there was absolutely no way I was ever going to miss a tea break and a lunch. And looking back on that now, I realized that for me, stopping for lunch wasn't just about the food, it was about that social interaction. It was about catching up with my colleagues, it was about talking about what we're watching on TV or, you know, just taking a break, just blowing off some steam with other people. It was a real social occasion. When you work from home, you don't have those colleagues to link in with. You don't have that extra social need. You're not breaking for lunch to do something social. You're breaking for lunch only to eat when you're working from home. So I am going to make stopping for lunch about not just stopping for lunch. I'm going to also make it about doing a small bit of journaling in my diary. I have a five-year diary. I have a five-year diary and you might know what that is or you might not. Let me explain. A five-year diary is a small diary and on each page there's a date. So say tomorrow's going to be 4th of July and then the page is broken into five sections. And each section is for... different year. So I started my five-year diary last year so I already have 2021 4th of July filled in and tomorrow I'll be doing 4th of July 2022, next year 2023, 24, 25. So at the end when the five years is up you can look back on what you were doing on that day over the past five years. It's really cool. You only have space for about two lines to write for each day and you would think that that would make me complete the five-year diary every day. And you see where I'm going with this. I have not completed that diary for months. And I really want to get back into the habit of doing it. So I'm going to take time out of my day to stop for lunch. I'm going to set my alarm, break for lunch, and also write in my five-year diary. I'm not going to make it just about stopping for food. It's going to be about something else enjoyable too. Because I do enjoy it. It's just it's just on the shelf right now collecting dust. So I want to bring that back into. Okay, let's recap. If you are struggling with prioritizing feeding yourself, if you are not taking time out of your day to feed yourself meals or snacks, if you are choosing to fold laundry or to do the ironing or to prepare food for everybody else in your household but not for yourself, if you are prioritizing doing chores, going to the bank, all those small things, if you are doing all of that instead of feeding yourself I hope today's episode has given you some real food for thought. I am dealing with this problem right now too. And I want to take some steps to overcome it because I don't like the message that this is sending to the other people in my life. and I don't like the message it's sending to me either. So here's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be asking my other half to continue to prepare some really simple snacks for me so it takes all brain power out of it. I just need to open the fridge and it's there ready for me to go. And I understand you might live by yourself by the way so I know this is not going to be the case for everybody. Secondly I'll be setting alarms just like I ask my clients to do. I'm going to be setting an alarm for me to stop for lunch around. I'll give myself a window. I'm not going to be militant about it. Between 12 30 and 1 30 I'll be stopping for lunch. And thirdly, I'm going to be pairing this with something else, something else enjoyable, something that is a nice thing to do for yourself during the day. I'm going to be writing in my five-year diary, but for you that might be catching up on social media, it might be taking time to do a crossword puzzle or do some Sudoku or to even read the paper. Something nice that you also like to do, have a think about putting that with stopping for your meal so that not only are you just taking time out to eat lunch, you're also taking time out to do something else nice for yourself too. Let me know what you think about today's episode. I do feel vulnerable. I've not shared an issue that I'm dealing with in real time on the podcast before, but I think it's really going to resonate with you too. It's going to help you out as well. And if that's the case and it was worth doing. All right, I will leave you there, but I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, take care of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen, trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description to this episode for my binge eating recovery program, where you can start your binge eating recovery today.